Hello, 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 beautiful people. Welcome. My name is Darin Benamara. I'm the founder of The Smart Woman and the host of Stand Out from the Crowd, a LinkedIn live show dedicated to your personal and professional uh, growth. So I'm so happy to be back for season three today. We are kicking off season three of Stand Out from the Crowd with an episode that, oh my gosh, was much, much needed. And the guest that I have today is someone that I admire and that I have been connecting with on the platform so from quite a few months, actually. And um, you will see, she will share her experience with um, using LinkedIn, with trolls, you know, and how she handles it. I do believe, and we're going to talk about it, that she's one of the LinkedIn influencers who unfortunately uh, receive uh, the most trolls on, on the platform. But there is a reason for that. It's just because she's amazing, right? And so please help me uh, welcome our standout guest for today, Melanie Borden. Hi. Hello, madame. Bonjour. Oh, bonjour. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. So I know we have only 30 minutes today, so we are going to go straight to the point. Melanie, I want to thank you for being here with us today. Um, I know you are busy. I know you are building an empire. And so this is a privilege for us to have this uh, moment with you to talk about a topic that a lot of people, but more especially women, uh, experience on social media and most surprisingly on LinkedIn, which is a professional platform, right? So if you are tuning in, please let us know where you are tuning in from. We love to, uh, to get to know you. We have a beautiful international community. Leave your comments, leave your question in the comment sections. We want it, we want it to be interactive. And this is your opportunity to get uh, the direct answers from us. So do not hesitate. And hi, everyone who is joining in. So Melanie. Being an ambitious woman can be tough. It can be challenging, right? And uh, simply because we do challenge the status quo. We know it. And some of us, and glad to see more and more of us, have decided to take our voice on social media, here on LinkedIn, and to leverage LinkedIn as a tool for career advancement. Mm -hmm. So you have been doing an amazing job at building your personal brand and you keep like uh, uh, growing your community. I believe now you have more than 19 plus 90 plus K followers on LinkedIn, amazing, <laughs> which is crazy. And actually you have grown your community quite fast, right? So what it tells us is like, you create content, you create content that resonates with your audience and you are here truly to make an impact. So can you give us a little bit more, tell us a little bit more about your experience uh, using LinkedIn for uh, growing your community and for career advancement? Absolutely. So <clears throat> just to give the audience some context, in January of 2020, I had less than 3,000 followers slash connections. And 
how I got into posting on LinkedIn was a project that I was working on at the previous company that I worked at. And the project was to empower all the sales consultants that worked for the company, and there was over 70, to start leveraging social media to build their brand. At the time, I was working as a VP of marketing. So it was a fun project that I wanted to work on as a coach and a trainer uh, to all the salespeople. And initially, I wasn't really getting the buy-in that I wanted. And, and this was right before our whole world got flipped upside down and turned over a couple of times, like I like to say. Yeah. <laughs> and so that happened and I wasn't getting buy-in. Like people just weren't really as receptive to building their own brand for themselves. And there's many reasons that I'll get into for a second why they weren't. But I felt that I needed to also execute on this plan that I had put together for them. Mm -hmm. Because at the time I was posting occasionally, it was usually something that was going on with the company or, you know, a career milestone or things like that. But I really wasn't being intentional and I really had no plan. So I looked at LinkedIn like I would look at a business as marketing strategy. And that's how I started looking at it for myself. And any time that you have a marketing strategy or plan, you know, if you're running a campaign, you have a goal that you're trying to achieve as a result of the campaign. And so my goal, I thought, okay, I'm not selling anything. So what am I, what's, what's my goal? How am I gonna you know, achieve what I'm looking to do to have an impact? So I thought, okay, I wanna establish myself within the auto industry, which is the industry I've worked in since 2009. I wanna establish, establish my trust and authority and credibility as a leader in the space. And so I set the goal, I started executing on the plan, and then COVID happened. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> right, right. So COVID happened. And then, you know, I'm working from home. I have my kids there. You know, I still want to continue to work on this whole LinkedIn program that I'm doing. But unfortunately, things just didn't shake out that way for the sales team. And so I got pretty scared during COVID as many of us have about um, stability in my job. And I'm a single mom, you know, I was in the process of buying a house and I thought, I really don't have a digital footprint outside of really people knowing me. Like yeah. if you did a Google search for me, a couple of press releases would come up that I wrote or that I was mentioned in <clears throat> and my old, wedding announcement <laughs> from 2010 came up <laughs> and so just like my parents and my mom always said to me you want to save for a rainy day that would be my uh feeling about having your own presence online not just on linkedin but online in general yeah. and so i realized that if i did lose my job which i didn't that I had nothing to fall back on. And that's really when I decided to step it up and, and really start posting a lot. So that way, if in you know the case that I ever wanted to go off on my own, which I eventually did, I had a foundation built. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's very true. And uh, you did what a lot of people uh, finally came to realize during the pandemic is that 
you gotta have an online food footprint because otherwise people don't know you they don't know uh, what you're good at and right. what we should come to you for right? right which is the key actually when building your know like and trust factor and so you were able through strategic content and you know genuine content because you do care about your your, your community members and you were able to leverage linkedin to uh, become a trusted voice on the platform, right. which is wonderful. And I remember actually, uh, we connected for the first time a couple of months ago, and I reached out to you in the DMs because I really uh, was enjoying your content. But also, I noticed that you were, you were getting some um, harsh comments, some really uh, negative uh, uh, comments that had nothing to do actually with your content as much, <laughs> know. but with you as a person. So I remember I, I sent you a DM in support telling you, listen, mm -hmm. I see it, but keep pushing, keep like, you know, keep uh, shining. You are doing an amazing work. And so this is how actually our conversation started. So now how did the trolls actually started on your content? So that's a great question. And thank you for asking this. And it's a topic that I feel pretty passionate about because I know it's not something that anyone talks about or prepares yeah. you if you decide to go off and, you know, create your own audience for yourself. Yeah. So the, the way that I look at trolls is there's a few different kinds. But before I tell you about the trolls, I just want to tell you a quick story about a troll post that went viral and it ended up getting picked up by multiple global media outlets about on you on LinkedIn. So wow. there was a gentleman, I did a video, um, last year, it was in December of last year. And the video was about marketing. I mean, it was about a topic of personal branding and marketing and someone reshared the post and I, would go through the comments and there was a gentleman who made a comment about my appearance, about how I looked really tired. Okay. okay. And so the next day, you know, I thought about it and I posted a photo of myself on a Sunday, you know, when I was doing my mom activities and running around and I basically said, yes, yeah, I'm tired. And so is every single person on earth <laughs> because we are so sick of this year. Of and course. So the copy ended up going viral and it was, my intent was not to go viral. My intent was to shut this guy down. Um, and, and that's really the beginning of when I started really talking about the trolls and how they can impact people. And especially with right now in the time that a lot of people are isolated, people are home, mm -hmm. it can impact you know, mental health and well-being. If you're not confident, you don't feel good about yourself. It could really take a toll on you. So <clears throat> there are really four types of trolls that I experience. Wow. I've them down to different categories. That's so, crazy that you even like created categories <laughs> of trolls. Yeah. And so anyone who's listening to this would be able to resonate with it on some level. Um, again, I've put a lot of thought into this and you know, the first kind is an aggressive troll, right? So you're doing a post and they're just, they want to argue with you just to argue. You know, they have, you know, whatever issues going on in their life and they're taking that and they're projecting it onto you. 
<clears throat> they just want to argue. They want to fight. <laughs> they want to fight. It's the same person that you see at like three in the morning who's leaving a bar and they just want to fight with someone. <laughs> it's That's the same that's person. Crazy. Then you have the trolls who make unwanted comments about appearance. Yeah. And, and say things like, you know, you're so beautiful. I love you. Will you marry me? And things of that nature. They, I mean, completely nothing to do with anything that we're commenting on or posting on. Um, that would be the second type of troll. You also have the angry trolls that are really angry. And they're different from the aggressive trolls because hmm. the angry trolls get really personal. And they okay. take personal shots at your character versus someone who just wants to argue. And I see there's a differentiator there between those two. Okay. Someone who hates, you know, hate, they're hateful, they're angry. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last troll would be the one that appears that, you know, they want to do business with you, but they actually want something else. And they're not interested in really utilizing your services or working with you. Okay. And so all of those trolls come to you in a couple different ways also. They can come in the comment section of a post, mm -hmm. come via direct message. DM, yeah. They also come to you direct through your personal website or they come to you from another social channel. So they'll follow you from one platform to another. And I've experienced all of those trolls, all of them, and I experience them every single day. And when I tell you that I don't have the bandwidth or the manpower myself to respond and block to everyone, I just don't. And it's it's very tiring to see it of continuously. Course. But at the end of the day, just like anything, you really can choose to respond to them in a couple of different ways, right? So you can respond to trolls. You can, that's one strategy, right? Just respond to them. Yeah. But you know, like someone in the comment actually said like, but shouldn't you try to reasoning with those people? No. I agree. You're asking to your, I mean, my personal take is I'm not going to try to reason with someone who's angry. So that's who's not angry. your business anyway. Right. Why? I mean, <laughs> why would I take the time and energy on something negative when I could focus it on something productive like my clients exactly, or something else that's positive versus trying to respond. So I personally am not a big fan of responding to negativity. Mm -hmm. I personally, I block, I report and I move on. Now there have been incidents in the last few months where I've done that. And then they come for me on other social channels <gasps> or they come for me through my personal website. And so like anything in life, you just have to not allow it to, you know, get into your personal space and you move on from it. And that's really how I, I know it's not me and it's them. And that's really to me, the outlook that anybody who is on social media, who's experiencing the trolls should deal with them. That's I agree hundred percent. Now, like, and because we are humans, of course, right. those, uh, do the, these comments actually hurt you from time to time, someone more than others, or maybe more at the beginning than now, how do you deal with it emotionally? So how I, I mean, listen, no one likes to hear negative things and no one likes to hear hurtful comments. 
when it happened to me more last year, I was really surprised by it. But at this point in time, I'm really not surprised by anything. Now, anytime someone comes from my family or they start taking shots that I think are really unfair, you know, it doesn't feel good, but I don't, I know that it has nothing to do with me. I know that it has everything to do with the person on the other end of the computer. And just so you know, I feel that a lot of these trolls that are on LinkedIn are also the trolls in real life too, that you have to deal with at work. Oh, 100%. Like the way you behave online, like is a reflection of the way you behave in, in real, like in real life. So of right. course you're right, right 100%. The keyboard warriors. And those people are the same people, in my opinion, that, you know, you have to have a strategy for in real life. And, you know, just establishing boundaries, I think is the hardest part with all yeah. those controls. And specifically for the last one that I talked about in terms of someone who appears that they want to do business with you and yeah. that's not what they're looking to do. And to me, those are the ones that you find more off of the internet as well and yeah. having those boundaries established. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, the, the misbehavior that some people used to have prior to COVID-19, they just keep like going on with us uh, misconduct but online. So do you receive trolls exclusively from men or from, or from men and women? I receive them from both. They do not discriminate against me. I, I get both. I get men and women. So it's interesting. A couple months ago, I did a post about, about trolls again. Okay. And it was, you know, I was about to go on a date and I had a great photo and I thought, I'm going to post this because it's not something that I would typically post. I'm not wearing my usual like work attire. And it was just different. And I was talking about how it's okay to talk about personal things on LinkedIn because yeah. when you're working, you're also engaging with people on personal matters. And I ultimately had to turn off the comments on the post because so many women in my thread on the feed were attacking me and how I looked. And oh, I was blown away by the amount of women. It wasn't men, it was all women that were doing it. So it, it's both. I think at the end of the day, people are really unhappy right now yeah. across the world. And I think that because so many of us have been working, you know, exclusively from home or, you know, not around other people and, you know, unhappy with whatever the conditions are in the country, they're taking that out on other people. And so you see more unhappiness with the trolls. I mean, we've seen it in the past with Twitter and with Instagram. And the difference between those platforms and LinkedIn is that you don't know who they are. But with LinkedIn, you can look at who that person is. Yeah. Every single comment, every single interaction that you have on the platform that's public, everyone you work with can see. And you can identify if they're a real person or not. And so I have found that it's just the, the overall unhappiness globally. That's why there have been so many more trolls on LinkedIn. And plus, more people are using the platform since they also, were here. That's ago. true. That's true. And so uh, we have a, a lot of comments coming in actually here. But I see uh, Robert Berry who says, I remember that post and the reaction. The reaction was strange, very strange. Yeah. And we had a question from you. Let me see if I can. 
Um, I can get back to your question so I can say your name. Uh, the person, Hanja, so Hanja Maria uh, Carrillo says, oh, okay, so that's not here, but actually I know you asked the question, how do you establish boundaries? And I think that's a great question, actually. So it's a personal preference in terms of how you go about interacting. And when I mean boundaries, if someone is coming into your direct message and you're a business owner or you're in business, you know, you're in some sort of business where you're engaging with customers, I think you have to have some sort of set questions before you have a conversation to really yeah. identify if they're a real customer or not. And if you haven't done that and you get on to a conversation with them, let's say on a Zoom call or you have a quick phone call and they start talking about things like their marriage or something relating to your physical appearance, just shut it down. Yeah. Um, don't give it a, don't give it a try. Like don't even give it a try. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think just understanding and I think the boundaries thing is really hard. There was um, a moment a couple of weeks ago where a young woman who was about 21 came to me and told me that she deleted her LinkedIn profile. And she said that she deleted her LinkedIn profile because there were older men that kept messaging her things and she didn't know how to handle it. And my advice to her very simply was you do not owe anybody an explanation for anything at wow. all, at all. And that's the bottom line. And so when, when we talk about boundaries, it's just, and, and some of that comes with age and experience. Awesome. And yeah. Yeah. So I think for, for younger women and men too, because men have the same thing happen to them oh, as well. Yeah. Tro like everyone gets trolled, but women get get trolled like at a at a very highly disproportionate rate. That's the thing. <laughs> I know. It's so true. And so it's just it's it's setting those same boundaries in, in the office too. If someone yeah. makes you uncomfortable, you know. To, in my opinion, dis, disconnect that contact, you know, deal with them on the things that you have to deal with them on. And that's it. And that would be the same way that I would also look at, you know, a contact. And if someone pushes the line, block them. Yeah. And that's how I feel. And you don't owe anyone an explanation for blocking someone either, regardless. Of feel bad. Yeah. And don't feel bad about it. Right. Do not. No, it's your personal space and you are the only one who can define what to do with that, not somebody else. Wow, that's that's powerful, people. I hope you are taking notes and I hope you are feeling inspired by everything that Melanie is sharing with us. You know, actually, a couple of months ago, it was at the beginning of the year, one of my posts went viral with a couple of millions of people uh, like getting to see and comment and engage with that post. And it was a simple post. It was something personal about my story of being an immigrant to Canada and there was the, this photo collage of me where the day I landed in Canada with mm -hmm. my, my luggage and, you know, uh, a I remember that post. Oh, see, and the photo shoot that I had done, like to promote my book. And so, you know, I was sharing how hard, like it was, you know, from not speaking English to running a business and, you know, being able to run a successful business based on my own standards. Mm -hmm. And like 99% of uh, the reactions were very positive, but I remember getting comments from people saying that it was impossible, I was a liar, that mm -hmm. I should be um, 
uh, I should be uh, how we say reported to LinkedIn that they should shut down my my my, wow. my LinkedIn profile and uh, and the list goes on and goes on. Right. So now my question to you, uh, Melanie. Obviously, you are smart. You are talented. You are beautiful. Like from the outside, and I say it from the outside, it could look like okay, she has it all. Okay, mm -hmm. but we know that, and you are very open about your ups and downs as well, which is very important. So now, do you think that even though we are in 2021, being a successful woman based on your own standards, once again, bother people? I think that people can project whatever reality they want to based on appearances. And that also transfers to an online presence as well. I mean, the truth is like with your post that you just mentioned, anyone can see any piece of content and translate it any way that they want, regardless if it's true or not, they just can. I mean, and this is really the good and the bad part of social media. And so I think that people are forming opinions and now with social, they're able to verbalize those publicly, yeah. but you know what the truth is. I know what the truth is. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And other people's opinions should not really factor into how you go about conducting your business. That makes yeah, sense. And, and you know what I would add to that, actually, Melanie, is as long as you are authentic and you stay true to yourself, just, then you just don't care right. <laughs> about what other people think because you are not for everyone. And I think this is very important to know. And um, uh, there is this question, actually, from Maria Del Pilar Galiz. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you deal with passive aggressiveness when you ask what's going on then they reply what are you talking about as if it's you being emotional and oversensitive that's a great question so passive aggressiveness with regard to comments or a direct message for example so yes yeah, so here i would say that's probably with direct messages yeah i mean i would just keep it surface and just ignore it because if someone's being passive aggressive towards you again that has something to do with them and it has nothing to do with you so yeah i would cut the communication and just keep it moving or get back to whatever the point of the conversation was and if there is no point then end the conversation <laughs> so for the for the and so I'm working with a lot, I'm working with women, right? I'm helping them to become a trusted voice on LinkedIn. And I know that uh, that's one of the things you help uh, your clients to achieve too. And, um, you know, uh, most of the time, the, their first reaction is, but what if people don't like the content that I post? What if they don't like me? What if and what if? Mm -hmm. And as I said, and I will say it again, uh, like as long as you are being yourself and you create and share content from a place of uh, service mm 
right? When you are genuine and you are you truly care about the impact that your content can have on people, being educational content, being inspirational content, you know, uh, being a little bit personal, which mm -hmm. and we were gonna just mention that there is a difference between personal the personal story that you are willing to share on, on LinkedIn and any other social media platform and your mm -hmm. private life, which are right. two different things right so there is this this notion that what if that he's holding a lot of people's back and especially women so what would be your one advice your one tip that you would like to share with them to tell them like listen this is happening this is the reality but you can still make it happen no matter what right i think you hit on a really good point with authenticity and it's very, very easy to fall into the trap with LinkedIn of only posting content that your company approves of or is just professional only. Yeah. But at the end of the day, people want to work with people who are themselves. Yes. And that's the truth. And I'm not saying that you have to share stories that are deeply personal, mm -hmm. but it it certainly helps with creating trust and it also helps with building credibility when you share stories and it also helps other people. I can't tell you, and I'm sure you have this happen with you as well. So many times I have shared stories and I've had moms and dads and individuals reaching out to me and saying, oh my God, that's completely resonated with me. I feel wow. exactly the same way. Thank you for posting this. And so you form relationships and you bond with people. So I would highly recommend being your authentic self. Yes. And again, you know, if people, some people don't like it or appreciate it, then ask yourself, do you really want to build relationship with people who don't appreciate who you are? Right. The answer is no, right? Exactly. Um, you don't want to do business with people who don't share the same values. So right. just don't look at them. Okay, right. lock them in order. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so thank you so much, Melanie. So if you are not following Melanie, I strongly, strongly encourage to do so. Thank if you, you want to learn more about Melanie, where you can contact them, all her uh, details are in the uh, are in the first uh, comment under this post. Uh, Melanie, feel free to share, or I will add up again your website and your different social media profiles so people don't have to scroll down uh, all the comments. And thank you so much. That was uh, empowering. Thank you so much for the invitation. This has been awesome. Yes, thank you. And we women are here and women support other women. It's easy to talk about the other way around, but like this is a proof that when we support one another, we can speak up. Our voice matters and we can amplify our impact. So ladies and gentlemen, let's support one another. We are all in this together. That's right. Melanie, thank you. And thank you uh, I'm looking forward for your next post and next post. And next <laughs> post <again. laughs> thank you, everyone. We will look at the comments and answer all of them. If you are watching the replay, feel free to add your comment and ask your questions. We will be happy to answer them and we will see you soon. Thank you very much, everyone. And bye-bye. Uh,